Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. I'm your host, John Bisney. My guests today are the president and CEO of the American Highway Users Alliance, Greg Cohen, and API's Director of Member Relations, Denise McCourt. Now, Greg's organization has issued a news release about an annual study done by the Texas Transportation Institute on commuting patterns in the U.S. The study showed not very good news for a lot of motorists across the country. In fact, Greg, I bet a lot of the people, some of them listening to this podcast right now, are probably stuck in traffic. Uh, Tell us about what you found. Well, the study was conducted by the Texas Transportation Institute, and what they found was that back in 1982, we wasted about $15 billion just in wasted time and fuel because of traffic congestion. Now, that sounds bad enough. But fast forward to 2005, and that $15 billion is now up to $78 billion. And this is an annual study this institute has done. And do you know, has that, over the period of time they've been doing it, sort of a, a gradual steady incline in, in this? Yep, it's, it's getting worse every single year. We're not keeping up with our traffic demand. And uh, it's, it's really gone from, um, I think we can, many of us can remember back to, 1982, right after they built the interstates and pretty much declared the job done, the traffic was a lot better than it is today, and we really haven't kept pace since. Well, let's let's get into it. What are the cities at the top of the list? Well, if you look at the absolute worst and total wasted fuel, uh, Los Angeles, uh, that urban area is wasting 384 million gallons of fuel just due to traffic congestion alone. And then next, of course, is New York City. Uh, that urban area wastes wastes about 242 million gallons of fuel. Then Chicago is 142 million. So those are the top three. Run run down the rest of the top ten for us, will you? Uh, after Chicago is Dallas, and then Miami, Atlanta, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and Houston. Now, that's total for all drivers. And if you want to look at per driver, it's a little bit different. All right, those are the aggregate numbers now, Greg. Can you break that out for us by individual driver? Sure, and I think this is actually more interesting. Uh, When you look at an individual driver, on average, we waste about 38 hours just sitting in traffic congestion. That's about a week of work that we probably would rather have on vacation. If you look at gallons wasted, it's about 26 gallons per driver. But it's really bad in certain areas. Worst in the country is in the L.A. area, where we waste drivers there waste about 57 gallons a year. In San Francisco, it's about 47 gallons. And then Atlanta is 44, and it's tied with San Diego, which is actually a much smaller city. Uh, Washington, D.C. rounds it out at number five with 43 gallons wasted per driver. All right. Now, from the point of view of your alliance, the American Highway Users Alliance, what should be done about this? Well, we obviously need to do something about our traffic congestion. In those cities that actually did invest in new capacity, they had much slower growth in congestion. So we got to invest in capacity, but we have to be strategic about it. We we can fix the worst bottlenecks in the country. 
Uh, we did a study a couple years ago that looked at the worst 233 traffic bottlenecks in the whole country. And we found very surprising results in terms of the ability to reduce traffic congestion all around the country. All right. Now, Greg and, and Denise McCourt, who's our general membership director, to do that, we're going to need money. And motorists do pay gasoline taxes when they fill up. And some of that goes into a highway trust fund, Denise. Absolutely. Uh, when you buy gasoline, you're actually paying about 47 cents on every gallon of gasoline goes to both state and federal excise taxes. At the state level, the money goes for roads and bridges, and at the federal level, the bulk of that money also goes for roads and bridges. So we do see that the dollars that the highway consumers are using uh, to pay for excise taxes are going for um, work on roads and bridges. It's a user fee. So what we see is as you look across the country, you will see that some states have a fairly low gasoline tax, while some states have a much higher gasoline tax. It's very interesting when you look at communities, for example, uh, in New Jersey. New Jersey has an extremely low state uh, gasoline tax. So when you look at the price of gasoline in one state compared to another, oftentimes you can see the differences in mainly just their state taxes. Right. And then, Greg, how is that money spent? Well, about 80% of it is spent on the highway program, and about 20% is spent on the transit program at the federal level. State by state, it's different. Um, of the 80% that goes to the highway program, there's, I would say, a, about 80% of that is spent on traditional highway projects, and there's about 20% that are sort of the unfortunate uh, things you hear about, bridges to nowhere, and there's some waste in the program. So uh, groups like mine, motorist rights groups, um, are really interested in trying to clean up that program and make sure every possible dollar of gas tax gets used to benefit the motorists and that we're not wasting any of it. This fund, I know, got some attention recently because of the bridge collapse up in, in Minneapolis. That's right. Uh, and, of course, after a tragedy like that, um, it's you know there's always an opportunity for folks to look at the fund and, and see, well, were we using every dollar as best as we could? Um, do we need to pay more per gallon? Uh, and if we do, then what should we do to make sure that people can feel confident that their money is going to the best possible use? All right, Denise, when you fill up, how much money does the average motorist pay in taxes for each dollar that they spend on gasoline? Well, for example, in the first half of uh, 2007, for every dollar a consumer spent on gasoline, 16 cents actually went to taxes. Um, let me tell you a little bit more about where the rest of the money went. 16 cents went to taxes. About 52 cents, which is really the bulk of the cost, goes to the price of crude oil. Uh, 21 cents then goes for the refining costs. A much smaller amount, 11 cents, goes to the retailing costs. But overall, consumers are paying 16 cents on every dollar that goes into federal and state excise taxes. Greg, one thing you hear is if we did build more roadways, some people say they just fill up with more cars, and you don't really make a lot of progress. What's your take on that? Well, when you don't build roadways, they fill up with even more cars. I think that's the other way to look at it. Uh, you know, we, we have not built roads in this country since about 1980. In new capacity, we've added about 4% to the current lane mileage of our highway system. Before that time, we were really building like crazy. We had a, a big building boom. Um, but in the 4% that we've added since 1980, traffic has doubled. So trying to double traffic on 4% new capacity does make it appear that when you add a little bit more, that is getting filled up. And the problem is we just have 
not been keeping up with demand at all. As you mentioned earlier, a big consequence of the congestion is the fuel that's just wasted. People sitting, idling in traffic. Denise, I know that there's not a lot commuters can do to avoid these, these snarls on their own, but what can they do to increase their own efficiency if, if they do end up being stuck in this jam? You know, it's very interesting. Uh, these are just common tips that uh, people are now listening to. As the price of gasoline went up, people said, oh, okay, this is really going to make a difference. The number one thing, very interestingly, is keep your tires inflated. In fact, we were at some trade shows uh, a few months ago where we were giving out uh, gauges so you can test whether or not your tires are properly inflated. That's the number one thing that you can absolutely do. That will save you on gasoline. It also is somewhat safer for you. Um, the second thing is, you know, to combine your trips. Uh, when people take a look at this, we typically get in our cars and we go wherever we want to go. Well, sometimes if you plan your trips a little bit better, you can take, you can make five stops on a single trip and save more gasoline than you would have if you had taken those five trips separately, even if you went the same distance. So those are some interesting tips. Uh, the third one, we always smile at this one. We say to people, forget about those jackrabbit starts. You know, when you gun it, when you leave that red light, that actually does waste gasoline. Uh, sometimes you can't avoid it, but sometimes you can. And you know what? We do see drivers doing this on the road these days. We do see drivers pulling away a little bit more slowly because they know they can save some gasoline. And you know, of course, when you're looking at a new car, you want to take a look at what the efficiency of the car is. That matters as well. Something I do, I, maybe it's a, a turtle stop, is I often coast up to an intersection if I see the lights red. You might not be real popular with the guy right behind you, but on the other hand, he's saving a little fuel too, I guess. You know, we knew about these things all along, but it is interesting that people are paying a little bit more attention now. All right, then, I think there are two points that I would take away from our conversation today. One is that all motorists can do a few simple things on their own to improve their own fuel economy. And number two, that some of the money that we pay for gasoline goes into a government fund, and the government has the obligation and responsibility to improve our roads and bridges and infrastructures to ease congestion. And taken together, both of those things could go an awful long way to help save fuel in this country and make everybody more efficient. So for those of you stuck in traffic today, thank you for listening. For those of you who are not, anybody, please write in more questions, future subjects you'd like to hear us address on this program. But my guests today have been the president and CEO of the American Highway Users Alliance, Greg Cohen, and API's Director of Member Relations, Denise McCourt. Thank you both for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast, or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.